I start to trust him again, it's going to go back to how it was. How it was before. And then I'm going to feel foolish and like I got played and yes. stupid. And I don't want to feel that ever again. Right. And so I'm going to keep my guard up forever. Right. Because I'm not going to get played. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, my wife isn't attracted to me anymore. Is it too late? There it is. Well done. This one's a good one. This is a long one that came in. An email that someone sent to us? An email, yes. This is from a husband who is recognizing that his hurtful behaviors in the past, the consequences are now showing up in the relationship. And it's painful to kind of hear some of this. We're going to summarize this, but he says, I love my wife dearly and the life we have built together. However, I haven't always been the best husband. I often would overlook her opinions and wasn't a great listener. I would hear what she would say and repeat it back, but I never truly heard her. Mm. Uh, A few years ago, due to some of my own issues, I became a very irritable and grouchy husband and father. It was not like me to be that way. My wife would often tell me that I needed to get help, but I would just tell her I was fine and I would work through it. After a while, it began to take a toll on her. Eventually, she went for help about a year ago, put on anxiety meds and antidepressants. Recently, her and her doctor have been working to wean off of those because she didn't want to be on drugs the rest of her life. Not long ago, something inside of her just shut off. She no longer desires to be around me. She doesn't enjoy my company and says she feels nothing when we kiss. She has no feelings for me whatsoever. I asked her if she was having an affair, what I did wrong, how I could fix it and snap her out of it like the problem was hers. After listening to your podcast on dealing with depression, I realized now that there are some very big changes I need to make, but she insists it's too late because she has shut down. Oh, Isn't that painful to hear? It is. On one level, just the difficulty in their relationship and sure. the pain that both of them are sitting in is heartbreaking, isn't yes, it? Yes, Absolutely. But there's also a part of me that is just inspired by this guy, because even though it's later in the process, he recognizes it. There's responsibility being taken in his language. He's not blaming anymore. Right. He's going, here's what I've done wrong. I recognize it. I need to change it. Right. And even when his wife, something has switched in her, her feelings are just completely shut off. Yeah. Sounds like he went through a period of trying to figure that out and then just realized I need to take responsibility for myself Yes, and do what I can to change myself. Yes. And instead of blaming her now, okay, well, now it's her fault because she's just not interested. Yeah, exactly. Um, You just don't see that very often. So that, that just makes me go, there's so much hope for this, for him. Yeah. And if you were his wife and you read this email that he sent to us, what would you think about him? And then I'm going to walk you through two big tools that are going to play out and how to start working on this relationship. It's kind of hard to say because I've been through a period in my life where I struggled with depression. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Mm -hmm. that before. I've been through where that switch just flips. For me, it was a chemical switch. I just didn't feel anything anymore. If I was able to take like a third person perspective on it, take myself outside of it, I'd be like, man, this is so sad. And 
hearing my husband take responsibility for some stuff might feel good a little bit, but I think I would have to see some actual actions behind it to actually believe it. That's because you are experiencing what is called the three doubts. You are sitting in the three doubts. This is a concept I learned. I believe it is from a Friesen and Friesen. I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Even though I have looked everywhere on the interweb, I can't find any other reference to this. I learned this in graduate school years and years and years ago. And it's one of the nuggets that have just stuck with me. But it's called the three doubts. When you have been hurt by me over and over and over and over and over and over again, and then I come to you and say, honey, I've changed. The first doubt you go into is called the doubt of sincerity. Yeah, right. You, exactly. You're just changing because I don't feel anything. I've just shut exactly. off. Exactly. You and want something from yes. me. You doubt my sincerity. You doubt that I actually mean it. Right. But probably after a certain amount of time, you're going to have to probably come to terms and say, okay, I actually believe that he means it. He actually does want to change. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then you move into the second doubt, which is the doubt of ability. He might want to change, but... I don't think he can. I don't think he can. He doesn't have the ability to change. Right. And and you're in the first stage, the doubt of sincerity. Warm feelings, warm fuzzies are really, really low. Trust is really, really low. Intimacy is really, really 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 low. low. There's not a lot of positive feedback here. Right. Exactly. The doubt of ability, the second stage... Trust is really low. Warm fuzzies is really low. Intimacy is really, really low. Yes. But after a while, if I continue to maintain this positive trend in my life, you start to recognize, okay, I actually believe that he wants to change. I believe that he actually can change. I've seen some changes in his life. But then you move into the third stage, which is, okay, he wants to change. He can change, but... It's not going to last. Is it going to last? Doubt of durability. Right. So he wants to change. He can change, but... I doubt that it's going to last. And as soon as I open up, I get close to him, I start to trust him again, it's going to go back to how it was. How it was before. And then I'm going to feel foolish and like I got played and stupid. And I don't want to feel that ever again. Right. And so I'm going to keep my guard up forever. Right. Because I'm not going to get played. And during that third stage, warm fuzzies are low, trust is low, intimacy is low in the relationship. And those three doubts are hard to combat as a husband. For but sure. they are very real. In the last 30 days, if you've said to yourself, why doesn't my husband care about me or my needs? You're not alone. If you've been feeling this way for a while, you're probably already feeling discouraged, defeated, or even trapped in a bad marriage. We know this isn't what you expected when you got married, and we know that you probably want things to change as soon as possible. The next step you need to take is to go through our new Relationship Roadmap at SecureMarriage.com. In this one-hour online course, we'll show you the three things you're doing that are sabotaging your relationship, how to get and stay emotionally connected, how to communicate in a way that leads to feeling heard and understood, and how to use our new conflict resolution tools so your fights get resolved faster. Right now, we've made the entire first video of the 10-part series available for free. That way you can decide for yourself if this course has the answers you've been looking for. Best of all, because we offer a 30-day no-questions-ask money-back guarantee, you can buy the course and fix your marriage 100% risk-free. 
Bottom line, we want to help marriages like yours get as healthy as possible. That way you can say, we don't have a perfect marriage, but we do have a secure marriage. Just go to securemarriage.com and start enjoying better connection, communication, and conflict resolution with the Relationship Roadmap. Just go to securemarriage.com and start enjoying better connection, communication, and conflict resolution with the Relationship Roadmap. There you go. Here's the other thing that's probably playing out in this, and you can hear some of it in the early language of the email that we got here, which is he wanted her to start changing. He saw her as the problem. She stopped being warm and affectionate. Right. She doesn't have any attraction towards him anymore. Obviously, the problem's with her. Right. How do I fix her so that I get a little something, something, you know, <laughs> at night? Right. Right? How do I get her so I get what I want? Wives, especially wounded wives, wives who haven't been treated well for a long period of time, are incredibly good at sniffing out what we call a covert contract. Yes. That's where I'm going to do something nice for you, but I'm not really doing it because I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about what am I going to get What from I'm going to get in return. Again, exactly. the example I always use is me saying, honey, I love you. <laughs> come on, come on. Aren't you going to say it back? I love you too. Oh, there it is. Wives, <laughs> if there's any sniff, any hint of a covert contract, you're trying to get something from them. They double down. They're going, you will not manipulate me. You will not get me to soften. You are still selfish. You are still thinking about yourself and you will not play me again. And it's legitimate because a lot of these guys are feeling the discomfort or the consequences of their bad nurturing of the relationship. Right. It's a stunted relationship. If you're trying to grow a plant, you never water it, you never put it in the sun, and it's just a feeble, anemic thing. You can't, in two weeks, make this plant come back to life. Right. It's going to take months or years of nurturing this thing. I always talk about puppies. If you never train a puppy, it's never housebroken, you are just a horrible dog owner, you're going to have a horrible adult dog. Yes. It's just going to be miserable beer. It's going to bark all the time. It's going to poop on the floor. It's going to bite tear, people. Tear your stuff apart. It's going to, going to be horrible. You're experiencing the consequences of not investing the hard work and energy of nurturing and raising this dog to be a healthy, well-balanced, good dog. And a lot of the husbands who now recognize who are in the stage where this guy is of, man, I recognize I didn't do all the nurturing that I should have. How do I right. fix this in two weeks? Paul, yeah. and you got a podcast. Can you give me a couple clues? <laughs> well, sorry to break it to you, but it doesn't happen in two weeks. No. And and to go back to the three doubts, yeah. that third one of uh, the doubt durability. of durability, will where will it last? And you continue as a husband to work on those things and continue yeah. to improve things. It is a very long, slow slope upward of that trust and intimacy and just the trust of the warm fuzzies. Yes, it's a very, very slow trek up a very long mountain path before those build up where you feel like, okay, I'm starting to see results. I'm starting to see the fruits of my labors, I guess would be a good way to put it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of men, we've talked about this before in our workshops, that a lot of men get discouraged and they want to quit 
because they feel like, look, I'm making changes and you still don't trust me. You still don't feel warm fuzzies for me. Yeah. I've done 42 good things and you only noticed the one time I missed it. Yep. Yep. So guys use the point system. Then their head, they're going, I'm 42 points behind that line where you cross from a bad marriage, to a good marriage. If I just do 42 good things, right. Then I'm going to cross that line. It will be good again. And so they try to do as many of those things. I'll take out the trash. I'll wash the car. I'll watch the kids. I'll sweep the floor. I will say, I love you. I'll bring you flowers. Here's a couple cards. That's about 14 things right there. I'm halfway there. Let's keep going. <laughs> the point system does not no, work. Unfortunately, you can do 50 good things and maybe get a half a point forward, which again is discouraging for a lot of men. Right. Well, and you can do 50 good things and you can do one insensitive thing. Yep. Those 50 good things yep. don't even register now. So what do we do? Is this guy screwed? Is he going to no. be stuck in a miserable marriage? No. No. And that's the good news here. Yes. There are two things that he can do starting today that will make a positive change in the relationship. Yes. The first thing is, is he can go to his wife and he can call out the reality of the relationship. If he goes to his wife and says, I understand and I accept when you say that you don't feel any for anything for me. It makes sense. I haven't nurtured this relationship. I haven't done anything to make you fall in love with me in the last 10 years. I have been selfish. I admit that. I'm not going to explain that away. I'm not going to rationalize that. I'm not going to justify it. It is what it is. And your feelings make sense. Yes. And your feelings don't have to change right away. I'm going to accept you where you are at, even though that's discouraging to me, even though I don't like that. And the fact that you're having to experience that, I'm sorry that you have to experience that and that I have caused that, but that's the natural consequence. It's the same thing as running over your wife's foot and going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really, I, I can't believe I did that. Does that make her foot feel better? No. It's going to be injured. Right. It's going to be broken. And so you just have to go, I, even though I didn't intend it. I actually did it, and I accept the fact that you're injured right now. Right. I accept that. I recognize that. And you're going to have to say that multiple times. Don't do it every day. Okay, let's be really, really clear. That gets really annoying really, really fast. Yeah, and doing it every day, aside from annoying really fast, it almost makes a wife feel like, okay, he's trying to convince me he's working too hard at this. And so there's something else behind it that I'm not seeing. So it will actually sabotage things. Yeah. She's looking for the covert contract again. She's looking for the manipulation. So you do it occasionally, but you have to do it and you have to do it out loud. Yes. That would be the first that he gets to take. The second step that he gets to take is to genuinely look inside himself and say, even if I do not get anything back from my wife, am I willing to live sacrificially for the rest of my life for her? Am I willing to actually love her unconditionally? That means I don't get something in return, but because she is a valuable human being, because she's the mother of my children, because she has worth an inherent value because she's been created in God's image because I want her to be treated well. And I have the opportunity to do that more than anyone else on this planet. Mm -hmm. I will treat her well because it's the right thing to do. Even if I don't get anything. Yeah, that's huge. If that becomes the motivation for his interactions with her, then the natural consequences of doing that 
over time. Yes, are amazing. Well, again, if you recognize, wow, my husband genuinely is sacrificial for me and loves me and all and those covert no contracts. And there's no expectations. Yeah. Well, what happens to your heart? Oh, it just relaxes. And when we've had things like that in our marriage, yeah. it's like, oh, I want to start doing that for you. Yep. It just draws me to you. It makes me want to be close to you. Yep. The biggest ingredient in that is the delayed gratification. Again, yeah. most men are doing these kind of behaviors to get something. I want to be loved. I want to be taken care of. I want to know that I'm significant. I want to know that I'm wanted. So how do I get my wife to treat me that way and see me that way? Right. You might have to spend the rest of your life. If you want to pick a different analogy, if she was injured in a car accident, she's now a quadriplegic. She she cannot do anything for you. I mean, her body doesn't respond sexually. She can't do dishes for you. Right. You now have to care for her the rest of your life and she cannot return anything back to you. Would you be willing to make that sacrifice? Right. For some men, they would go in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Some men, they would go, that would be incredibly painful. I don't know if I could do that because I want someone to take care of me. Right. And they haven't dealt with that. I need my needs met first. Right. So that would be my two-step advice for this gentleman who wrote in. And again, I appreciate his heart. I so appreciate the fact that he's recognizing this. It's not hopeless. Nope. But it is not a quick fix. Right. But it is fixable. It is. It is absolutely redeemable. And we would love to see it be redeemed. Right. We have lots of tools available to learn some of this. Again, I'm not even going to promote any of the workshops or anything else we have on that. Even though some of those tools might help for this, listening to the podcast would be a really good step here. Yeah. Relationship roadmap would be good. But dealing with that internal heart condition first is the most important Important step for him. Yes, for sure. That would be great. That would be a a wonderful place to start for him. Yep. I hope that, sir, if you're listening to this and you find this helpful, encouraging, I hope that it's clear what needs to be done. I also want you to know you are not alone in this. I actually have sat with so many couples where this is a situation where a husband kind of wakes up a little bit later in the process and I've seen relationships turn around. I actually have. But it's the husbands who are the ones who are going to be the most resilient, the ones who are going to keep going in this process and understand the delayed gratification concept. Yep. If you can do that, you can have a wonderful second half of your marriage and provide a lovely relationship for your kiddos to watch. I mean, what an amazing story for your kids to go, wow, my parents fell in love again. My dad became a whole nother person. Right. He listens and genuinely understands. Wow, I like talking to him. I want to be around him. Right. That's what starts to happen. Yep. And we'd love for you to experience it. And every other husband out there who might be listening to this, that's how it works. Yep. Okay. I think that's it. I have mixed emotions right now. I'm both both kind of feely and excited for this guy. So it's kind of a weird spot on it. Yeah. But... Let's wrap up here. Okie dokie. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.